All right, what up, y'all? We're going to do this a little different. Harine's going to introduce the podcast. <laughs> Hello, Islan. Hello, Harine. What's up? I'm nothing much. Just, just chilling. Just chilling. Um, I'm not really good at this. You're doing great. You're doing great. Thank you. Um, This is our last episode yes. of this mini-series. <laughs> and we decided we wanted to have a little bit of fun. Just a little bit. Just a little um, bit. What, what were we calling it? The Wild and Out? The, the Wild Card. The Wild Card um episode where we just basically wrote down 10 questions each. Well, I wrote nine. You wrote 10. Um, <laughs> I'm an overachiever. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just basically going to pick out of a box mm-hmm. and then ask each other these questions. Because we wanted to have a lighthearted conversation after the... um. This season has just been heavy, yes, period. Really, really, truly heavy. And um, we didn't realize that till we were actually in the conversations. Yeah. There's a lot of these episodes we can't even play back because we're like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I need a minute. And there's minute. a lot of episodes that we've recorded that we actually haven't released. Yeah. Um, <laughs> only because... They were just too much. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sometimes when you unlearn, it's not always a heavy lesson. It could be fun. Yeah. It could be hilarious. And there could be stories involved. Yeah. So, I'm Island. And I'm Marine. Oh my God. you! I have to do that. I'm oh, Okay. I'm Harine. And I'm Islande. And this is episode five with You Live and You Unlearn Wild Card Edition. So what do I say, Harine? I just see here. <laughs> <laughs> well then, let's just get started. I'll pull first. Okay. What are you looking for the most in 2021? Like looking forward to? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's Graduation nice. of nursing school because your girl is tired. Beer, beer, beer. <laughs> it's like, it's been a long time coming, but it's finally the end of the road for me. Ooh, I mean, I have to take the NCLEX and then get my first nursing job. But one thing at a time, Izzy, one thing at a time. time. What about you? Um, Most looking forward to in 2021 is... um. Potentially getting into dental hygiene school. Woo woo! Um, I'm super nervous about it and excited at the same time. I forgot to tell you I got news. What'd you get? Um, the other day, yesterday actually, I was going through my notes and trying to figure out life and whatever. Mm-hmm. And on the petition I was telling you about about what happened. Yeah. Yeah, I got approved. Hey! So I'm You're going to be able to take it. Yeah, I'm oh waiting my God. for my refund and my GPA went back up. Super this is excited. so great. Yeah, so I'm excited. Back on track, girl. Back yeah. on track. That's and so good. And I was good. just like, you know, the 600 stimmy. I'm looking forward to that too. But honestly, yeah, the journey of getting to where I need to get to. That's a good one. I like that. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. All right, your turn. Okay. <laughs> What's your go-to song to belt out in the shower or dance to? All night by Beyonce. <laughs> We're not gonna have a repeat of episode two. Uh, the, yeah, honestly, all night by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. This is the story of a girl who cut a river and drowned the whole. World. That's a sad song. Oh no, I be jamming because it's we like so sad and photograph. I absolutely love her when she's yeah, yeah. yeah okay that's my go-to okay mm-hmm. i have a lot but um right now my go-to to dance to is before i let go by beyonce not the old version but the new one it's just every time you hear you make me happy oh about to jiggle about to wiggle you got room in the Ooh, shower, no i mean 
I don't dance this. I mean, I do dance in the shower. <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> I'm going to expose myself. Which one is it? I used to dance in the shower until I almost busted my ass. Yeah. So I just save the dancing for in front of my mirror on a carpeted floor in my room. But I usually do my singing in the shower. Um, but that's been my go-to for um, for dancing. Okay, so you got what's for singing? Oh, for singing, it's actually a depressing song, but I love it so much. Um, although we've come to the end of the road, fitting for this, can't let go. It's a natural. I belong to you. You belong to me. Fade. So that's mine. Okay. All right. All right. What do you have left to unlearn? Mm. I don't know if I'll know until I'm ready. <laughs> not, I'm not. I'm not sure if this is a cop out. I think this is more like if you're currently in the process of something. Oh, accountability. Like I said, um, trying to be less emotionally manipulative. Manipulative. Mm-hmm. But although I have to sort of kind of be with since I'm in the process of trying to um up my whole game. So like. It's the shock factor every time. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay. I I mean, yeah. So accountability, taking more, um, realizing the role that I played in a situation has been difficult for me to um, accept. But I'm in the process where I'm becoming more aware of it. So I think that's the first step. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, I guess what I have left to unlearn or what I'm going to bring into 2021 is my parents because you know as a child you think your parents are just being stubborn or just being strict on purpose and it's been a process for years that i've had to unlearn and understand where they were coming from but it's not So your parents are people yes it's something i'm continuously learning so that's where i'm at all right your turn what are your current obsessions my obsession is professional wrestling. I watch it all the time. I at least watch one match a day. Okay. Um, I am super obsessed with um the professional wrestler Kenny Omega. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super obsessed with him. I think he's so awesome. There's so many life lessons that I've learned just through his journey of professional wrestling. So like I truly admire him. Yeah. And my other current obsession is steak. As the food? Yes. Okay. What, what else would it be? A show? I don't oh, know. Oh, no. Steak. Okay. My current obsessions, besides the usual, like Beyonce and stuff like that, I would say, still to this day, even though I discovered it in 2015, is the Hamilton soundtrack. It just gets me my feels. The entire soundtrack. Of course, there's those skippable songs where it's like, all right, Hamilton, we get it. But the entire thing, and even though it's on Disney+, Plus. I just prefer hearing it instead of watching it. Okay. It just brings me joy, so much joy. I like when I do road trips, it's it's my go-to. And as far as, you know, other obsessions, I'm currently into listening to random podcasts. Like for some reason, it's not just because we started a podcast, but like I just have to listen to some some podcasts. Yeah, I've gotten to that point too where I don't listen to music anymore. I really don't. Uh, people are like, oh, new music. I'm like, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. I, I'm more fascinated and interested in what other human beings have to say mm-hmm. more than actual music. Yeah. And I don't know what that, that says about us, mm-hmm. about music, the state of music, where it's going. Yeah. 
But I've always been the type where if I can't dance and move to it, <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. I mean, there's probably other ones right now. Yeah, but... that probably like we're going to be like, oh, no, I'm yeah. this. Yeah. Like, we'll we'll say it in throughout if we remember. Um, but those are mines right now. What is the most adventurous thing that you've done outdoors? When I hiked up the Citadel, is that the Citadel? In Haiti, to the top. I was brave. And um, with with everyone else in the mission group. Okay. What was it? Ocap. Okay. Cap Aisian. Yeah. So, first of all, we went on um, horses or donkeys. We went on motorcycles halfway up, and then they're like, you're on your own. And we had to really hike it up there. And it was hard. And it was hot. And it was sweaty. And I was tired. And But when you got to the top, it was worth it. It was really worth it. And then we went through the fort and we learned historically what happened. It was just like, oh, my history. Um, for me, it's just basic camping. I like okay. camping. Um, my brother was a Boy Scout, so mm. I used to go camping with him all the time and realize, bro, I fucking love this shit. <laughs> like, actual camping, like, intense. Not yeah. that Glamping. Climate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do glamping. I don't do glamping. I actually mm-hmm. enjoy camping, camping. Mm-hmm. So... But, um, yeah, your turn. Okay. Who are your current living legends? Why? Besides Beyonce, and she doesn't need a why, I'm also really, really, really into Dave Chappelle. I've legit, I don't know if it's this this year alone or because he made a comeback and he's been more in the media and he has a lot of comedy specials, but I love Dave Chappelle. Like, he's a current obsession of mine, basically. There's so much knowledge and wisdom that he gives you through humor he literally got me through this year. He did. And to this day, if there's something randomly on YouTube, oh, he said five minutes in, a, in an interview. I'm going to still watch it just for those five minutes because of Dave Chappelle. Like if you go back and you listen to his specials or you even um, watch his show before he, you know, walked away mm-hmm. from so much millions of dollars. Yeah, he moved to Africa, did you know? Yeah, <laughs> he went hiding in Africa or whatever. And um, his comeback and even his normal just everyday conversations or even that that one special that everyone got offended by with his juicy smoothie joke and then the one that was outdoors did you call him, did you call him juicy yeah you haven't seen that one it's hilarious i don't think J- dave Chappelle is funny so i don't oh. watch his content yeah he's 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 not he's like he's such a great i love storytellers and he's like one of the best storytellers, in my opinion. Even if he's telling his story or someone else's story, mm-hmm. he hooks you in hook, line, and sinker. He drops a couple like little kikis here and there. But at the end of it, you get two in one. You get humor and you get a lesson from it. And so I am like Dave Chappelle stand all the way. Anytime I need to pick me up, it's Dave Chappelle. I think he really is iconic in our time now and even in comedy he won the mark twain award last year actually um and all these comedians came and honored him and reverenced him and um you hear his interactions with people on a daily basis and you realize like this man's got something and so he's a living living legend to me um and i'm honored to be living while he's living beyonce like i said because beyonce just her music, just her history, just her vibes, just the way she tells stories through song and now her visual arts as well. And yeah, she is a legend. There probably are others, but those are my top two off off the dome. Yeah, my top two, Serena Williams. 
I love everything about Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. She can never do no wrong in my eyes. Right, right, right. Um, she's <laughs> so inspiring. She even even at her age, she's still coming back and playing at such a high elite level. Mm-hmm. The racism she has faced, um, just being dominant in a predominantly white sport. Her and her sister. Yeah. Every time you need to pick me up, I just watched the um, 2007 Australian Open against Maria Sharapova where she beat that bitch 6-0. Did you watch it at the time too? Were you into tennis back in 07? Yeah, my mom loves tennis. My mom got me into tennis. Mm. So I remember watching that match and being just like, bro, like she was, Maria was supposed to be the next big thing. She was supposed to topple Serena. Serena told her, not today. (laughs) Not today. today. No, no, no. Not today. So every time I needed, like the way she dominated and then the way like the whole, ever since then, Maria Maria has never been able to beat her. Mm -hmm. And so like stuff like that, like she strives for greatness and then she achieves it and I, I just love it a very fitting legend to have yeah yeah and then the other one is kenny omega yeah we're not hookah or weed okay. i feel like harini you already know the answer to this because i posted that video in our group chat about the dangers of hookah i didn't watch it. i know you did it because <laughs> you want to stick to your vices <laughs> unapologetically but i would have to say the green of the earth okay and i'm just gonna leave it at that okay don't ask questions okay. <laughs> biggest lie you were told about sex that it would be great (laughs) i mean that your first time would be great or that sex in general i was i was kidding oh my god (laughs) i was was completely kidding i was completely kidding that um they didn't tell you how awkward it would be especially your first first time and how i didn't realize how loud it would be okay i wasn't expecting that answer I, I knew there would be sounds and that it would. I didn't know. I didn't think it'd be that loud. Oh. It's the. Okay, so when I envisioned, for some reason, I, I read it through books, you know. And you can't hear books. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All the innocence. <laughs> Oh man! Watch it on like scenes on TV and whatever. We don't hear that. Yeah. So like, I'm just like, oh wow, I wasn't expecting. Yeah. But I don't think that's a lie. (laughs) I just, I just wasn't. You lied to yourself. I wasn't expecting. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So biggest surprise, I guess, is what you're saying. Yeah. The biggest lie I was told was at church: if you have sex, you get pregnant, then you die. Wow. I did not get pregnant, and I'm not dead. Okay. My sister got pregnant. She's still alive. So. Thank you, church. (laughs) Are there any mutual friends that you would sleep with? Maybe when I was in college, yes. Would I sleep with anybody? Of our, not just anybody. (laughs) That is of our mutual friends. The answer is no. If you were stuck on an island, who are the three people you would bring with you? The president of the United States, the new one, Dave Chappelle, and my mom. I say the president because if the president's missing, they're doing all they can to find them. So I know we'll be found immediately. Dave Chappelle for comedic relief and my mother for some food. Okay. So I already thought about this. Okay. I'm going to bring one of my coworkers named Kyle uh, because that nigga's resourceful. (laughs) (laughs) He's resourceful. He's smart. Mm -hmm. So I was like, he's going to figure out a way for us to get off this island. I thought about bringing my mom for food, but I don't know if she would just get so much on my nerves that something might tragically happen to her. (laughs) 
Lord of the Flies. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care what it is as long as that person is fine as hell. Okay. A man, fine as hell. And then I would bring the last person I would like to have probably Elon Musk. Mm. And all his technology or just him? No, it's just people. So okay. him. Okay. They gonna look for Elon. <laughs> <laughs> He costs too much money. <laughs> yeah, it's your turn. What's the funniest lesson you learned in life? The funniest? I have a story. While you think. Mm-hmm. I learned that I can't sing. No. <laughs> no. No. I don't even want to know. <laughs> so there we were. <laughs> As I mentioned before, I had social anxiety. (laughs) Let me tell the story, hurry. (laughs) So it was one of those days where I guess it was like elementary school. So maybe. Okay, it's not that bad because elementary school. Oh, it's bad. So it was maybe second or third grade. And it was raining, so the, the teacher had to keep us inside and find an activity for us to do. So she split the class into two groups, and she just had random mini challenges that each group would have to do to win prizes. It would be answer this math question, or fill in the blank, or can you say the alphabet backwards? And I had yet to be bold enough to answer a question, and I wanted to help our team. And then she, one of the challenges was like, sing a song in front of everyone. And I was like, I'm going to put the team on my back. It's my turn. So I told my peoples, I got this. And I bravely stood up and I belted out at the top of my lungs. I still remember the song. And I'll try to sing it the same way I did. Because I, wa- I was soft-spoken. And so I wanted the class to hear me. So instead of singing, I was yelling. <clears throat> Silence. (laughs) My group looked at me. The other group looked at me. The teacher was like, well, you get a point. All right, next challenge. I, as a teacher, would probably laugh at you. That's that's probably why I'm not a teacher. And after that, I never put myself out there ever again. It was not worth the point. (laughs) And they never asked me to do solos um, ever again. If that was what your solo was, I under I completely understand why. <laughs> it was truly a small world after that. <laughs> the funniest lesson I've learned of oh, actually is that if you have to go to the bathroom, go. Don't hold it. <laughs> and that's it. How are you really? How's your heart? You can go first. I'm okay. My heart is sixty five percent healed. Mm. But there is a thirty five percent that's still wounded mm-hmm. and that's the 35 percent that i haven't figured out how to heal mm. so that's how my heart is but how i'm really i really am okay actually i just got really good news so right now i'm really fantastic yeah. but right now like i can honestly say that i'm okay i'm relieved as we're recording this this is the last day of the year mm-hmm. and the way this year went i 
didn't know we would make it here. And I thought that I would end the year on a bitter, sour note. Mm -hmm. But I feel not fully at peace, but relieved. Mm -hmm. A lot of weight is off my shoulders. I let go of so much this year. I opened up so much this year. I became more myself because I lost myself a little bit in the beginning. <laughs> we don't have to go there. No, <laughs> but I feel so light, and so I'm I'm relieved. How's my heart? Non-existent. All right, next question. What do you believe in? Okay, I'm no longer a Christian, mm-hmm. but I do believe in God, and I do b- value the teachings that Jesus had. Same. All right. What's one thing that surprised you the most this year? Mm. Um, the NBA boycott mm. was really what really surprised me. Um, not because they boycotted, but the fact that they played the next day. I don't know why I was surprised, but it really surprised me. And that was the day I realized capitalism capitalism rules the world. And until we eradicate that, there's really no way for any of us to really truly win at the end of the day. That's tough, but mine's kind of is centered around that Breonna Taylor's verdict. I, it's not that. I was surprised she didn't get justice, but I was just surprised how much it affected me because you expected it. Like the way things have been going, bro, like even um, the first one that kind of catalyst all of this, um, Trayvon Martin, you know. And so it's like you expected, OK, we're not going to get justice. But dang, when it hit, it hurt. And it's because Breonna Taylor's death affected me in a way none of the other ones did because I related to her so much as a black woman who was the same age as her when she passed away. It's such a, I don't even say passed away, when she was murdered in her home, the safety and comfort of her home. And they tried to justify and villainize her in the media. And once they did that, I knew it was, it was a wrap. There was no justice to be given. And for months and months and months and months, we're like, justice for her, justice for her, justice for her. And then we watch the verdict unfold. And you're like, that's it. Meanwhile, Casey Anthony running around. And it's not even that. It's more like it just it wasn't fair. And you knew that there's a the way that history shown us that we're probably not going to get the justice she deserved. I guess I was just so much more surprised with the audacity. <laughs> The way they villainized her or tried to. And the fact that even so, everyone moved on like nothing happened. And I'm still trying to process this. So, didn't mean to get dark there, but that. This is interesting. What's one thing you want your parents to unlearn? Passive aggressiveness. Uh, Mine would be that emotions aren't weak. I wish my family, my parents were more willing to be vulnerable with one another mm-hmm. and actually have that space for emotional output right i just wanted some affection as a kid <laughs> it's not too late mom and dad <laughs> has your belief slash religion changed yes why honestly hopefully one day y'all know the answer to that if we ever release that religion episode because <laughs> we went really in depth really in depth and i don't want to relive that to yeah. be quite honest with you so yeah, there, there's that. Short answer, yes. Born a Christian. Now I'm not a Christian. Um, why did it change? Oh, 20-something years worth of history, okay? <laughs> and even 2,000 plus more. Yeah. So we're just going to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. What did you learn slash unlearn or regret from 2020? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to have to think about this one. I don't know if I can get into super details about this so i'm going to try to say in a way that people can understand i learned accountability this past summer 
in a very, not embarrassing way, but a more revealing way of more of just like, wow, this is what humble. Yes. Humbling. This is what this really was. And so the moment I realized that, oh my gosh, I played a role in this too. It's like, because I thought, okay, I realized this. That made the whole entire situation okay. Like, okay, now we can like do something about this because I now realize my part in this. But was it too late? Was it too late? I honestly still don't know. That's real. Yeah, I don't know if it's too late. But then something happened afterwards that was so embarrassing. Two different instances. I was super embarrassing. My bad. That's what I regret. Those actions. I too regret that. <laughs> and all it was is on spinning, but it's okay. I really I regret doing those, but then again I don't. Your turn. Um, so I had to learn that I was holding on to a lot of stuff from my past. Mm-hmm specifically the years 2014 to 2016 mm. and that I still had bitterness and unforgiveness and also 2017 throw that in there bitterness and unforgiveness in my heart and that I went through traumatic things that I suppressed and then I had to live it all at once and I had to face it and learn from it recognize the role that I played in it mm-hmm. also recognize that a lot of these things I was a victim and then having to learn or unlearn from it. Unlearn that it wasn't my fault, but learn that something did happen to me. Okay. And then regret. I regret losing myself in love, but it wasn't intentional. I was just really in love. Yeah. And I kind of gave up a lot of myself. It was less compromise and more me giving me in. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, it's like what do I have left in me of me that's me and so I because I went through that I know now the red flags where I'm losing myself again and how much of myself I need to preserve and how much of how much of yourself in love are you willing to sacrifice but what is it you losing you is not worth anything Yeah. yeah so I don't regret love I just regret losing myself but I'm slowly getting back to myself. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad. Okay. Last one you want to bring it home? Yes. Oh, there's two more. Sorry. Got a little too excited there. What is your favorite sex position? Why would you do that? Do what? Why would you do that? Ask that question? There's two. Okay. I'm going to say it in clean terms. The canine position. Okay. And then I actually enjoy being on top backwards. I really enjoy missionary. The intimacy of it or just like I get to lay there and do nothing? Both. Is it where like you're like supine completely, supine, whatever, anatomy, or like your legs are actively somewhere else? They're actively somewhere else. Okay. Feet to the ceiling. So a remix version. Yes. Okay. Feet to the ceiling. Okay. Um, There's that and from behind, doggy song. I was going to add something extra, but I was just like, I don't think they're ready for this. Like wheelbarrow? No, I was going to say, like, from behind, like, while I'm being choked. Okay. So we're going to bring it all home. <laughs> okay, Superman or Batman? Pick the right answer. Superman. That's wrong answer. Batman is not a real superhero. Oh, my God, it's, no. He's just, no, a, no, 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 he's no, just no. a rich little uh, no, orphan kid. not even. That... Do not even. Superman 
wouldn't even be anywhere if it wasn't for Batman, dog. Okay, Superman has one thing, kryptonite, that, you know, makes him weak. Superman is boring. But he's fast as a speeding bullet. Movies-wise, movies. All, he, all he's a strong Hey, no I'm answering this question. He's like, he's like, hurry. He's like going to the gym that. <laughs> That's Superman. Let me answer the question. As someone that grew up watching Smallville, right? I love Smallville. Exactly. But, like, movies-wise... I'd rather watch the Batman movies. I'm not going to lie to you. Why, 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 why? It's just the theatrics of all of it and the, the plot line and the storyline. Right, right, and then right. you have a separate storyline well, of Joker yeah. himself. So everyone is just so... And then Superman, what does he do? Show up, <laughs> punch shit. <laughs> he just punches shit. And then like, oh, he punched him through the building. Let me punch him to through the other building. <laughs> oh my god! And then the Such fact that pe- the fact that he looks the same with or without glasses, but his disguise is no, so distinct that no <laughs> oh my god, you're Superman. At least Batman wears a suit, and his face is covered, and his voice is sexy. <laughs> okay, I said Superman, but I'm defending Batman so Batman? much. Okay, so the answer is Batman. <laughs> The answer is Batman. But All Superman's right. a real hero because he actually is. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so that's the last question that yeah. we have um, that we wrote for ourselves. Um, this was a lot of fun. This whole entire series was so great. Yeah. <laughs> I, even through the technical difficulties and stuff that we went through, just to put out these five episodes. We learned so much. Yes. We lived and we unlearned throughout this whole five podcast technically seven because there's the ones that oh, we yeah, never yeah, we did do seven. Uh, hopefully maybe one day we'll release those <laughs> maybe never <laughs> but i mean i guess final thoughts and final words i honestly started this project we already explained in the first episode but i specifically wanted to do it in december because this is a break between my semester classes i had so much free time in my hands and the holidays are very sad for me now because of past memories mm-hmm. and i knew i wanted to keep myself busy but in a healthy way and this actually helped me get through all those sad moments that I had to relive and in a lighthearted, very um, therapeutic way. Now I'm at a place, not with everyone, but I'm at a place where I, because I've started practicing vulnerability, I see the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. And I see how therapeutic and refreshing and fun it can be. And the fact that y'all don't know me in real life anyway, so y'all can judge and I won't even know. And I really hope that other people can reach this level as well. Not to the point where they tell their life stories it's on a podcast. As in, they're not going to sit there and just start podcasts just to share their feelings. They can actually just start practicing that in their own relationships and their connections. Anything you want to... I really don't have much to say. I'm Islande. And I'm Hareen. And for the past five episodes, thank you so much for living and unlearning with us. Down, drop it down low, 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 low to the floor. Bring it up, tap it.